0: It's Ashley Liu, and you are listening to Inclusivity, where we discuss all things media and tech in education. And my name is Chen
1: Xinhan. We're here today to tell you about education-related technologies and explain critical media literacy.
0: Specifically, we will be focusing on two technologies, namely Kahoot and STORY, and explain how they can be implemented to facilitate learning in an educational setting. Kahoot is a game-based learning platform. It generates interactive quizzes that help students consolidate what they have learned. It targets students from 12 to 18 years old. It supports students' learning with a fun and game-based approach, so it keeps students engaged and enhances their social learning. Kahoot is a useful tool to teach critical media literacy because I can create quizzes regarding media or news that help students build media literacy and understand the role of media in society. It is meant for education because it can be used for formative assessment. For example, students can take a fake news quiz on Kahoot. Students will be given several news articles and will be asked to tell which of these news articles are real and which ones are fake. Based on their performance, I can modify some questions to improve their learning on this specific topic. Kahoot is also useful for teaching social sciences. I can create multiple choice questions or true or false questions on topical issues and histories. It is helpful for instructing for multiple intelligence. It contains visual elements and score settings, so it helps students develop their intellectual abilities, including mathematical and naturalistic. It is an online platform, so all students can access Kahoot games or quizzes, regardless of their educational backgrounds, age, and socioeconomic circumstances. It ensures that every student has the chance to take a quiz and every student has an equal opportunity to succeed in a quiz. Therefore, it is helpful for establishing equity in the classroom. It allows creators to insert images and audio files, so it supports students facing challenges with sight or hearing or other learning disabilities. It also supports embodied learning for students living with physical disabilities because it does not involve body movement. Students can just use their laptops or mobile devices to take a quiz. It might fall on the substitution or redefinition of the SAMR scale, depending on how students decide to use this platform. It falls on the substitution scale where when students take quizzes online meaning that they don't have to answer questions on papers, which saves time and resources. It falls on the redefinition scale when students create and write their own quizzes, individually or as a coll- collaborative effort. It allows students to develop knowledge and skills by creating their own series of questions. Alternative ways to use Kahoot include student-created review, homework, opinions and surveys, and voting. Kahoot offers many benefits in classroom. It has become popular among young people because it serves as a platform for learning through fun games and quizzes. Some other advantages include accessibility, flexibility, and connectivity. However, it demands a strong Wi-Fi connection and it is hard to track student progress.
1: Satori is a collaborative instruction and presentation tool for the classroom. It augments the traditional lecturing format by allowing educators to embed all kinds of interactive media to create student engagement. Satori targets all grade levels, from elementary school to university. You can make presentations, write essays, create portfolios, and showcase projects, be it collaboratively or alone. Satori is meant for education because not only is it a tool for educators to create more engaging learning experiences, such as inserting interactive quizzes as formative assessments, but is also designed for students to develop critical thinking skills and collaboration skills by allowing real-time group work. For example, if I'm teaching a class on jazz music history, I can take advantage of the format provided by Satori and build a historical timeline that highlights important events and musicians of different decades, thus building a sense of sequentiality. Not only am I able to add multiple forms of media like a video of live jazz performance, but Satori also supports students to use the resources with their own exploration as well as respond to forums independently to organize their thoughts and prepare for class discussion. I can also guide students to make Critical connections between history and current events with media texts by comparing contrasting artistic movements in relation to others. Moreover, by allowing students to comment on the media, Satori fosters an optimal learning environment in which students can engage deeply with each other, provide qualitative comments in the forum, and analyze media critically as a group. Satori supports instructing for multiple intelligencies by allowing the insertion of multiple types of media, such as images and sounds, as well as collaborative group works, thus, helpful for intelligencies such as visual, musical, and interpersonal. Because of its multimedia nature, educators can create audio files for students facing challenges with sight, and captions for subtitles for students facing challenges with hearing, thus helping establish a more equitable classroom. While the tool leans more towards the cognitive side, Sotori definitely can aid educators in creating embodied learning activities. For example, educators can get students to record themselves speaking to practice their speaking skills for a language class. Satori is aligned with the SAMR model and can fall on each scale depending on the usage by the educator. For example, it serves as a direct substitution when teacher asks students to do a presentation on the geography of a particular country using Satori. It falls on the augmentation scale when interactive multimedia such as audio or hyperlinks are added to this presentation. Despite having such a useful tool at hand, it is important for educators to be aware of and address the digital divide when using such technology. Students who do not have or have limited access to the internet or personal computers will have trouble participating in discussions, creating or submitting assignments, even obtaining fundamental knowledge related to the subject, thus being exposed to greater risk of being held back. Therefore, educators should take each student's condition into consideration and integrate into technology accordingly.
0: So as you are thinking about what you learned with us today, don't forget to put your students at the center of their learning process by conducting project-based learning that provides the opportunity to analyze and evaluate media. My name is Ashley
1: and my name is Chen Xing
0: and, and this, this has, has been, been another, another episode of, of Inclusivity. inclusivity.